Hey friend, are you experiencing a massive time of uncertainty? If so, this conversation is for you. Let's go. Welcome to the Simple Sincha podcast. I'm Sincha Lissimbi, your friend and the writer at simplesincha.com. But we spread hope online, one word at a time. And don't we need hope nowadays? So if you are listening to this in real time, we are all quarantined because of COVID-19, the coronavirus. We are hoping for a cure. We're praying. We're waiting. We are washing our hands and we are staying super sane, right? So today I wanted to give you some hacks for massive times of uncertainty. This post is live at simplesincha.com if you prefer to read it or if you want to share it with a friend. But I wanted to just tell you about my observations of the culture. Before I do that, I have to tell you where I was. I was uh, podcasting pretty regularly, but um, I have been busy with work. I went out of the country, which was actually a good thing. I went to a mission trip to Brazil, which is my home country. Um, I went to the northern part of Brazil, and I should podcast about that as well, which was fantastic. And then after that, I went home to Rio de Janeiro, which is my hometown for a little bit, and I've been back. Since I've been back, I came back to a new house. Our old house flooded, so my superman of a husband moved us while I was out of the country and in the midst of this craziness that we're living in today. So we've been super busy around here, but we're well. We're thankful, we're healthy, everybody's good, and we are trying to be supportive, you know, of our friends and in community and just prayerful that this too shall pass. So um, times are different and there's no faking it. <laughs> I'm a person that's super positive and, but I'm also re a realist, you know, so it's just like things are different in the developed world. So in the midst of massive uncertainty, the prominent messages that I'm hearing are um, spend and consume more. Another message, follow your feelings. And a third message that I'm listening to that I, that I hear a lot is live without hope. So friends, if you've been um, a friend of mine or a listener or a reader of simplesincher.com, you know that I've always encouraged you to use your brain. So this is the time to reject such messages and to use the marvelous brain that God gave you in order to thrive during these times. So reject those negative messages. They're not good for you. So here's some things that um, we can do in order to deal with this times of uncertainty. Number one, decrease screen time. So um, I'm not anti-screen. I'm using one right now to, rec to record this podcast. And I'm actually using another one to actually read my notes about this podcast. Um, I'm not for being a slave to technology. Technology is a good servant, but a bad master. So how do we uh, positively decrease our screen time? Well, we focus on three things, growth, family unity, and peace. So growth as in reading, learning a new skill, polishing a note skill. While we're in quarantine and we can go anywhere, we might as well improve our lives, right? So just think about what is something that can help me grow. Family unity is um, something that we also should invest in 
because we just got through the holidays and a lot of people just said, hey, we should spend more time with our family. There it is. Here's the time for you to spend with your family. But how do we spend that family time with quality, right? We choose technology-free activities as in we don't interrupt the family activity to take a picture or do a video and post it online. We actually enjoy the activity that we're doing um, with our family. Another tip is to allow our collective faith to grow. So doing group activities such as devotionals together, praying together, singing together, talking about what we read in the Bible together, all of these things are good. And family unity can also be promoted by practicing movement as a family. Just 15 minutes ago, I saw a family walking the neighborhood together. So yay, family unity. Um, and the third way to positively decrease screen time is by cultivating peace. So peace is something that does not fall in your lap. Um, I want to say 10 years ago, I blogged about it quite a bit because I totally thought that peace would just fall in my lap. But the Bible says that we should seek and pursue peace, right? So what are some practical ways that we can pursue peace? Well, for me, I take my phone out of my room so I can sleep better. Um, and I came to the realization that I'm not an ER doctor and I'm not on call 24 seven and things are okay. And I'm not the savior of the world, right? So I can sleep with <laughs> my phone in the other room and it makes me sleep better. I'm not constantly interrupted by all kinds of dings. So that's one of the ways that I can cultivate peace in my life. I also believe in taking a deep breath when I'm feeling tense and finding ways to relax naturally. I don't like to be really deep about that or really mystical, but ever since I was a child, like I would take deep breaths when I was nervous about anything and it's just worked for me for years. So what I've learned to do also is as I find natural ways to relax, I write them down so I don't forget them because guess what? Life is so unpredictable and there will be other tense times in life and I'm going to need these natural ways to relax. So pay attention to yourself, pay attention to what works for you naturally, write it down so you can use it again, okay? Another tip, um, another hack for times of massive uncertainty is to decrease news consumption. So how is a journalist with a master's degree in journalism telling you to decrease news consumption? What kind of sense does that make? Well, um, here's the thing. I decided that I should increase good news consumption and just balance it with the news. There are many news sources nowadays, nowadays and I decided that I am not going to be quizzed on the news of the day every day. So I can afford to choose one or two sources I can afford to use my brain when I'm reading those sources and I can increase good news, <laughs> the good news that come into my brain. Cause otherwise like I'm just going to be despaired walking around. And I also believe that I can give, I cannot give what I don't have. So I need to have peace. I need to have like God's good news inside of me in order to give to others. And again, it's all a balancing thing. Like when I was working in the newspaper, trust me, like I was reading, I was like in check right now, like my kids and I, we don't really have in-depth conversations about the news and history, like not really. So I can be selective about what I watch. And as you know, things change quickly. 
but not really. So uh, just be challenged to know how much news are you putting in your brain compared to how much good news you are bringing um, in your life. Um, number three, decide not to repeat a painful history. I noticed even when I was uh, overseas in Brazil that um, is sometimes when you hear a virus started somewhere that people have a tendency to discriminate against others. So basically, don't discriminate about you know against people from other nationalities. We can learn from history, but mostly we can learn from God. God created everybody. He loves everybody. Let's not become racists, okay? So that's my tip there for you and I. Number four, don't trust everything you read. Here we go again. <laughs> not so much with the news, but um, what I blogged about was I used to read a prominent Christian author in on Instagram. And I think the day I was coming back to the States or I think I was going to Rio, and I had internet because the mission trip was in the Amazon and there was like no phone reception out there. Like we were truly disconnected, which was a good thing for us. So we could focus on uh, doing the mission that God called us to do. So we go back to airports and airplanes and I'm like, I'm catching up right on what I missed. So I was reading this author and she used a scripture from the Old Testament in Jeremiah, and she compared it to the times that we're living in today. So every time I read the scripture, or most times, what I try, what I've been trained to do is to ask questions such as, what does the scripture say? What does it mean? And in the case of what I read on her Instagram post, this is clearly a prophetic book, but was this already fulfilled? How does the scripture apply to me today. So once I found the answers to all of these questions, I had to unfollow the person because I decided that I don't agree with using the Bible to incite fear in people. And I also refuse to drink from the spirit of fear because somebody needs likes, you know, on their posts. So I'm saying that to say, don't trust everything or read, do the homework yourself. Love God with your mind. Um, and again, it's not like I don't believe what I read. I have a brain and I have to use it. Okay. So use your brain, my friend. Refuse to surrender to fear, especially when a person of faith is the instrument. So here's the time when I have to tell you that God gave us our feelings for a reason. I'm not one of those people that are like unreasonable and that says we should be fearless. Are you kidding me? Like God gave us fear for a reason. You know, what I don't feel like is okay to do is to let fear paralyze us and make us decay from the inside out, right? So that's not okay to do. So it's okay to feel fear. It's not okay to let it paralyze us. So when I feel fear, not if, but when, here's what I ask myself. Who is God for me right now? I remember friends being in the midst of trials, either my own or friends that are close to me. And God just encouraged me to walk, you know, with those friends through their trials. And things were scary, right? I remember a good friend had a bad diagnosis and I sat in the middle of my room and I was in despair. 
And my husband even got scared. He's like, wait a minute. Where's like, we're people of faith. What's going on here? But I was overwhelmed with fear. And I literally said, God, where are you? You know, and the answer came and the assurance came and peace came. But fear was real right then and there. So it is okay to feel it. It is also okay to raise our voices and say, God, where are you? Who is God for me right now? And trust me, the answer will come because he's not playing hide and seek with you right now. He wants to be found. You know, he will be found by us. So just reach out to God, even in the midst of your fear. Okay. And I know the answers to these questions will amaze you and it will help you grow. I believe that God has a plan for humanity. I believe that it is redemption. I believe that Jesus is the answer for the world today. He's always has been. And as we wrap it up, I want to just kind of recap, you know, some hacks for times of massive uncertainty. Number one, decrease screen time and being really practical, increase um, growth activities, family unity and peace. Number two, decrease your news consumption. Number three, decide not to repeat a painful history. And number four, do not trust everything you read. Definitely use your brain. Um, I also talked about how God's for you. He gave you your feelings for a reason. And it is okay to raise your voice and say, God, who are you for me? How can you uh, help me today? How can I overcome this feeling that is so real? Help me today. And he will. He's always faithful. Always remember, friend, God is for you. You will grow through this season. Either we are growing (laughs) or we're shrinking, but we are going to grow, okay? Remember, faith is the evidence of things not seen. So we must have faith in God. We must have faith that he has a good plan for us. And last but not least, I've said this a million times and I'm going to say it again. Use the marvelous mind that God gave you. My friend, um, thank you so much for listening. This is Cynthia with SimpleCynthia.com. I will be back. I will be back more frequently now that we are in a new place. There's no flooding going on and I can encourage you. So would you drop me a note and let me know if this helped you? Also, do you have any questions for me? Do you have any topic suggestions? I would love to hear from you. My email is SimpleCynthia, simply as S M. S-I-M-P-L-Y and my first name, Cynthia, simplycynthia at gmail.com and uh, we'll be in touch, okay? So take care, have faith in God. He loves you, he's for you and I'll see you next time.